it was conceivable that a high priest would go into the Holy of Holies and die in there. And the question is, what happens then? What do we do then? What happens in this sacred place? If they're the only ones allowed to go in there, how are we going to handle this now if the guys died in there? How do we even know he died in there with the temple veil there? All right, so uh, we have a couple of questions to cover for this week's YouTube video. Uh, one comes from a group of kids uh, in one of the Bible study classes here at Matthew Ode, and they asked the question. I think they were talking about the temple, the Old Testament temple, and they were talking about some of the practices in the temple. There's the holy place where only the priests and Levites can go, and then there's the Holy of Holies, which is the location where once a year at Yom Kippur, the high priest would go into the Holy of Holies. There's a thick temple veil. In fact, it took several people, several of the priests to get it lifted up and put in place. So it's that thick. It's a really thick temple veil that separates the holy place from the Holy of Holies. The Holy of Holies is a tiny room, though. It was just big enough for the Ark of the Covenant, just big enough for the priest to be in that room and uh, would sprinkle the Ark of the Covenant with blood. And it was a very sacred place, and only the uh, high priest could go in that location once a year. And the details of this is spelled out for us in the Bible in Leviticus chapter 10 and then in Leviticus chapter 16. Leviticus chapter 10, we find that Aaron's two sons are involved with uh, kind of thinking up their own way of offering sacrifice to God. Israel's just come out of the bondage of Egypt, and they're now in the wilderness. And Nadab and Abihu, they go into the holy place and they make some kind of strange offering. My suspicion is they're adapting this new Jewish worship that's being established by God through his prophet Moses. They're now adapting to some of the cultural things they brought out of Egypt. So maybe some of the offerings to Anubis or uh, Hathor or Ra, Amon-Ra or something like that. They grabbed some of those things and maybe brought them into the now this new tabernacle this uh, traveling temple. God judges them and they die. And so it's very dramatic, very traumatic too, because Aaron comes to Moses like, hey, what, what gives? Those are my sons. And Moses is like, this is what God said about, I will be treated by holy by those who approach me. So something about Nadab and Abihu's approach is very presumptive, also may have been tied to some paganism or things like that. And it was very dishonoring to God. And God had already made it pretty clear by the whole idea of a holy place and the holy of holies. So they had plenty of warning just from the nature way the tabernacle was constructed. So they knew what they were doing was wrong. So in Leviticus chapter 16, when God's now going to recruit replacements for Nadab and Abihu, Aaron's two sons, uh, you can imagine this is like, okay, well, if we're going to replace them, we want to make sure we follow the ground rules here. We don't want anything happening uh, to a priest in the future who also is overly presumptive. So God gives really clear, explicit instruction about the Holy of Holies, this inner sanctum area that only the high priest one day a year goes. In Leviticus chapter 16, it spells it out. There's lots of details. But uh, one of the questions comes up is what happens if the priest, the high priest, goes in there, makes an uh, is making offering. Usually these guys are a little bit older. Uh, these are usually individuals who've been around Israel for a while, and they served a life term. So they would pay, they, they would serve until eventually, I guess maybe they become too decrepit to even do it anymore, or they die. Uh, because of that, it, it was 
conceivable that a high priest would go into the Holy of Holies and die in there. And the question is, what happens then? What do we do then? What happens in this sacred place? If they're the only ones allowed to go in there, how are we going to handle this now if the guys died in there? How will we even know he died in there with the temple veil there? There was this legend that I'm going to tell you, uh, but is also going to tell you now, I don't think it's true. Uh, there was a legend that said that the Jews were so worried about this that they would tie a rope around the high priest's waist and put bells on him so they could hear if he was moving around in there. And if he died in there, they could pull him out by the rope because no one was supposed to go in there. Um, I since kind of studied that legend, and I think it's a legend made up in an evangelical preacher's mind because from what I can tell, this is not accurate. Honestly, the room is so small that if the guy died in there, you would literally be able to basically grab hold of him anyway. You didn't need some long rope to pull him out. This is a tiny room, and uh, it just had the Ark of the Covenant and enough room to stand in front of it. And the Ark of the Covenant's, you know, a couple of three yards long at most. And so this is not some huge room. This is a very small, small room. If he were to collapse in there, the odds are part of his arm, a leg, or something like that would be underneath the veil anyway. They could pull him out that way. Uh, I know of no reported example from Jewish history where someone actually did this, where a high priest died in the Holy of Holies. They had to be healthy enough to carry lots of stuff in there. It'd be pretty weird for them to be in such poor health that they would suddenly die, though strong enough to carry the equipment they needed and the things they needed to get into the Holy of Holies. Um, so that would be rather unusual that someone here is in fairly good health and then suddenly they just collapse and die. It can happen. It could definitely happen, but it's a pretty unusual thing. My suspicion is it just probably has never transpired. But if it did, I, they don't need anything special other than the fact that this room's tiny. They would know something had happened. There were other priests waiting on uh, the high priest to help him and assist him. And so they would probably just reach under the veil and pull him out of there. But as I said, I know of no recorded example of this ever happening. All right. So, uh, so that's a good question. It comes from our kids. And we definitely want to encourage more of that. Any questions from uh, anyone within the church, including kids, we'd love to be able to answer your questions.